Hey guys, it's Chelsea Lynn. And I'm Abigail. And on this episode, we are talking about our interview that we did with Girl on Girl Podcast. Nashville meets Toronto. Oh, yes. And let me tell you, it is a trip, but really fun. It was a really fun episode. We got to sit down with Sarah and Persis from the Girl on Girl podcast and talk about anything and everything. We uh, talked about what it's like to be queer in the South and queer in Toronto. And then Persis and Abby and myself, we shared our coming out stories. And... It was, like, very different for me (laughs) because I, after we did the episode with them, I realized I've never really publicly talked about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, like, I don't really openly talk about my dating life anyway, so it was just really um, different. Mm -hmm. Like, it was different feelings. Um, But I feel also very, very good about it because, you know, I feel like it needs to be put out there. We did talk about some of our experiences that were kind of traumatic. And the same with me. I don't publicly talk about any of my dating life or anything like that. I like to keep a very private life when it comes to all that stuff. But opening up and sharing, like, my stories with these girls, it just felt so comfortable. And I felt good in saying the things that I said. And to, like, just put it point blank, I kissed a girl, fell in love. Well, not fell in love with her, but developed (laughs) feelings I kissed a girl and I liked it. And that's pretty much how it went. And yes. now my gay ass is out and proud. So that's it, guys. That's the story. That's the story. <laughs> no, we dive deeper into it. And like like Abby said, it was just such a comfortable space to, like, be open and honest and just be our authentic selves. It was it it was honestly the perfect moment. It we all vibed so well. Mm-hmm. We connected so well. I really cannot wait till they come to visit. Um, but like you said earlier, we were talking. It's really nice to have other people to speak to in the right. community. And I personally was shocked that we had so much in common because I view Canada as this like modern, welcoming society towards everyone. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, oh, we have actually a few similar experiences. I went to Catholic school. They went to Catholic school, right? They went to Catholic school at some point. Yeah, Persis uh, said that she went to Catholic school. And yes. the, the similarities in that was just like, wow. Right? You know? Like, I was so just, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I was blown away because I, you know, I almost moved to Canada at mm-hmm. one point. And I was <laughs> like, you know, I just loved how open it was and right. different. But then you find out. Not what you not what you think. I what? mean, people people probably think that about like, well, maybe not Nashville because we're in the South, but like other places, and we I think every place has their their homophobia, their yeah. racism, their like sexism, like mm-hmm. any like every single place has that, and um, I think I didn't really realize in Toronto. Maybe they don't have it as bad of like as it is here but I didn't realize like some of the similarities would be the the same in Toronto and then whenever they were talking about it I was like oh shit okay maybe I don't know like exactly what's going on there yeah yep it just goes to show we really need to do our research about places (laughs) we just don't know educate but that's why I love the like us sitting down with them and just talking about it about it because it really it was insightful, but it educated me. And it was just nice, like you said, to com- connect with other people in the community and then having a straight perspective. And Sarah come in and chime in on how, like, 
how she like feels about things and saw things through this whole process with pursing purses coming to her like coming into her own and sharing her story and coming out and now being proud in who she is now and i think i i love that i love like mending that bridge and having like all voices being like heard and shared and more conversations like this happening i think yeah. that, i think that's really what needs to be like that needs to be more frequent please yes, <laughs> yes. and you know like knowing we have touched people who felt alone like literally made me cry like yeah. chelsea like that was so that's just so crazy we need to reach out to her and um and talk to her maybe we can set up yeah. like a zoom call or something yeah i, I received a message here recently and i won't disclose names but the message just I instantly started crying when I read it because I'm like, no one's going to hear my story. No one's going to relate or resonate. No one's going to be affected by it. And when I received a message, that message, it was like, oh, shit. Okay, people are actually listening to our stuff. People are actually affected by what we say and, like, relate and want to connect. And that's such a beautiful thing. And I lost it. I'm such a weak bitch as far as, like, crying. (laughs) That's not a bad thing, but I've been crying at a lot of things lately. (laughs) And when I read it, I was like, oh, this is why I wanted to start all of this. This is why I wanted to. This is what matters. Yes. So... Yeah, it's just, oh, it made me feel so good. <laughs> yes, and, you know, like, that's how you make a change. Mm-hmm. Like, you impact your community directly mm-hmm. and go from there. And I feel like I can feel us start, like, starting to make mm-hmm. positive changes and, um, like, just leading by an example. Not that I want to be a role model by any <laughs> means, but I just mean, like, there are other people probably, like, me and you who have gone through similar things. You're definitely a role model, Chelsea. Absolutely oh, a role model. no, thank but you. I'm thank you, but no. There are people who are just like us who probably need the support. I'm a, I, I don't like, it's not that I don't like the word role model, but I don't like the perfect aspect that comes yeah. with it. Because people think, oh, you're a role model, you're this perfect image of a person, or how you should be and I'm like well for, fuck if that's the case then that's not me at all I'm far from perfect and what I wouldn't want to be any other way mm-hmm. but if people look at, up to me as a role model hey that's I love that but yeah, you, just know I'm not perfect I'm a fucking mess you're just you're you're giving a really good example to people who are in the same boat as us like mm-hmm. literally you know what I mean who have waited a long time to like say anything publicly about who we are like you know you shouldn't have to hide any part of yourself mm-hmm. you know like you just shouldn't have to so yeah I think on it was therapeutic talking to the girls it, it really was. did feel, feel like a therapy session like in the best way po- possible it felt like we had been <laughs> friends with these girls for quite some time and that's even yes. something that I told purses um outside of like the uh conversation I was like hey it it really feels like I've been friends with you for so long it feels like you've been in my life for so long because we all just connected very well yeah and I love the therapy sessions. Yes. So, and I have to say thank you, Sarah and Persis, for going through my long-windedness. I'm still learning how to <laughs> articulate my stories the best way and to have, like, a really not delayed back and forth. I'm mm-hmm. really trying to relearn how to do that from, like, my old mm-hmm. old days when I probably could do it a little better. So thank you guys for bearing with me. I It will get better over time. Mm-hmm. We're practicing. We're doing, we're and doing also things. thank you for just, like, being open to, like, talking to us and having this conversation but being also the best fucking like 
people. Like, honestly. Um, yes, we love badass boss women. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, it's like my favorite thing is badass women. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my, oops, sorry, my phone went off, guys. My bad. So, Chelsea, mm-hmm. um, today we were going to talk about some of our favorite parts of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that it's my fault that I don't have <laughs> the recording done. It's been crashing on me, and I've had really a lot of troubles learning how to edit this stuff myself it's been horrible for me so what I'm gonna do is um take some classes and possibly hire somebody within mm-hmm. our community and uh, that's what I'm looking to uh you know to do to like mm-hmm. include more people within our community hopefully a woman like at women great. with an ex you know that'd be great um so if anybody's out there listening right now we do need help so if you're in the Nashville me. area we need your help, yes. like for real. <laughs> so that's that's why we're doing this today. So it's just a little bit easier on us. And of course, guys, we will make it up to you by having an episode out whenever I do get that help, mm-hmm. so I can give it to somebody who's just like, "Here you go. <laughs> this is what you need to do." So, um, uh, did you have any parts of the episode that stuck out to you, or? Well, uh, pretty much the whole conversation that we had. But I just honestly, and this is gonna um, sound cheesy, but just. Me finally coming out or diving more into that. Because I think when we did our video and we did our episode, we didn't dive into, like, we did, but we didn't. Yeah. And so diving into it with, like, these two other uh, women and um, having that conversation and just it being such an open thing, I think that made me feel so good. I remember us, like just leaving that conversation and I felt I was in such a good place and I'm still am in a good place it just made me feel so good so really just the whole thing of it um but specifically me sharing my story a little bit more and uh Persis really relating to it because we are very very similar I've (laughs) noticed me and uh, me and Persis had a lot of similarities in our story and our journey and and how we deal with things. And that's just the Libra energy in us. I love Libra Libra energy. queens. I need Libra. Our emotional asses. <laughs> but no, I love that we related. So, like, our stories were so similar. Yeah, different but similar. And yes. And, like, it just seemed like she got me and I got her. And I loved that. That was, like, so good. I loved it. So I already kind of pulled up audio from a part that I wanted to talk about. And if it's bad, obviously, like, I'll delete it. But I wanted to pull this up for you guys so um, you could hear one of my, you know, one of the traumatic events that happened to me with kind of figuring out who I am while I was going to college, not even high school. So here we go. Just wait and see, y'all. Honestly, this gets kind of traumatic. This really happened. The head director. Okay, let me pause right there. So the head director of my theater department at the time put all of the LGBTQ plus students up in front of a church service of all of the theater kids, right? The theater department could have their own on Thursdays or something ridiculous like that and put them up there and told them why they're wrong for being gay or whatever. Like it was horrible and he brought up other students and everything. So here we go. I'm going to restart it. Students up there and literally had him and two other students talk about why all of LGBTQ students were wrong in what they were doing. I could never picture that happening, like, in real time. Like, that's what? So, myself and a few other members, uh, a few other students in the theater department were staring daggers into the snake. We were crying. 
we were just, we couldn't believe he had the nerve to allow all these students in the department and then rip them to shreds with the Bible. Wait, sorry, were you one of the students that got put up in front of the rest of the students? No, because I, I hid a lot of myself from them once I learned it was not actually safe. It's comical to me that I had that I had to go through that. Like, it's very comical. I just, they preach that they're so open and they're not aggressive and stuff, when in reality, that just happened in 2000, well, I guess a few years ago, but 2015. Like, Which is still, like, that's very soon. That was only, like, six years ago. Yeah, they didn't even get a dance major until 2016. So, mm-hmm. like, they're very conservative. Like, they don't, no music, no dancing, nothing. Wow. Oh, and sorry, this was your high school, right? This was my college. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the college was in Missouri, or was it in Tennessee? This is this is a national college. And oh, which one you're talking about? And not everyone was like that. But I'm, I'm sorry, but if you, it's just, it was so wrong. It was so wrong. I can't believe some of the professors didn't do anything. You know, you would be shocked by some of the things people who have gone to my school, but at the same time, I'm like, how did you even all right, I'm going to stop it there again. But yes, that's one of the most traumatic events that happened to me. And um, I thought college was supposed to be way more open and accepting mm-hmm. of people. And they, why have the theater department was a point I was trying to make, but I couldn't really articulate it that well. Why have a theater department in the arts and allow gay students to be in that department and then rip them apart? And then kind of shun them for, like, being who they are. Yes, yeah. That was just crazy to me. Like, I, I mean, it's still insane to me. And I kept saying comical. And it's just, it's funny because it's like, how can you make that up? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a mo- that's like a movie or something mm-hmm. or just something in the 50s or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you don't think of it happening. So it's still so recent to me and it's so vivid in my memory. It's just like, wow. I mean, it is still pretty recent. Like, yeah. what? How many years ago? Six years ago. Yeah. So that's still fairly, like, new. Right? Know? And it's, like, National Pride was still happening then. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, I mean, there were obvious, like, that they were working with theaters that actually had gay members and stuff. So it's just, to me, like, a huge lie. And it's so gross to me mm-hmm. that they would just benefit from all of these collaborations and students who are part of the community and then put them down. I wish I could have articulated that a little bit mm-hmm. more during the episode, but I think they obviously got it, you right. know. But um, I wanted to talk about that again today because um, I just think it's important to know that that stuff still happens. And I wanted to mention that guy isn't even the theater director anymore. He's a, I think he's a dean. <laughs> and they have a really great new person as a theater director. Um, but let, I don't know how this guy got. I mean, I, was about I know to say, how they he let got his promoted. ass be dean. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I, I'm just like, wow, this guy really got away with it. And but you know, all of the students that he put, you know, that he put that experience through. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? I probably didn't articulate late that right either. But um, they're thriving and doing great. Like they are literally thriving. Like I don't want to say names, but like they are doing wonderful for Good themselves for them. in the industry. Like- and yeah, and like, um, I'm just it makes me so happy that despite like the hate that they got like they're still doing fabulous mm-hmm. baby and i wish i would have had the voice that i had today because i i wish i would have stood up for them mm-hmm. at the time instead of just 
staring daggers mm-hmm. into the eye of the guy. But um, I, it was so therapeutic to talk about therapy, to talk to them about that and, like, to have that known. And, like, it's, you know, it's just, it's nice having people react. Like, that is fucking crazy. Is like, crazy. what? Like, yeah. Sometimes I tell people that story and they're not really, like, you know, they don't really care that much. And I'm like, it hurts my I, heart. <laughs> I've noticed if it doesn't affect them personally, they're not going to care as much. Thank you. In which I think yes. uh, we all need to kind of change our perspective when that comes, like, when that, when that's a thing. It doesn't have to necessarily affect you personally, but you mm-hmm. you would, I think you would want to care or should yeah. care in some sense, you know. So um, thank you, girls, for letting me share that story, like, with y'all and, um, I, you know, I just want others to know, like, you can speak up and Mm -hmm. you will find the safe space. And despite any hate you get from, like, you know, your professors, your peers, like, you're going to be okay, baby. You're beautiful Mm -hmm. just the way you are. You were born this Mm -hmm. way. Lady Gaga, we love you. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to make it through. Yeah. And so that karma will come and get him, I'm sure. I believe in karma. Come around and bite you in the ass. I think he should get some. But you know, I shouldn't even say that. I'm. I brought my crystals today, so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be calm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, what other parts of the conversation? Um, I actually wanted to share a tidbit of like, not ne- not necessarily school related, yeah. but um, just kind of some of the hate and hurtfulness that has come from me coming out. Yes. Um, that is a very important topic. So. It took me a long time to get to where I am today as far as, like, being comfortable enough to even talk about, like, who I am and coming out. Um, Because I never vocalized that for good reason because where I was born and raised is very conservative, very, like, stuck in ways. And that's okay. That You know, that's fine. I'm not trying to, like, hate on people. But it made me feel very unsafe and uneasy to be my true authentic self in an environment like that. So... I just always bit my tongue and kept it to myself. And I kind of wish I could just tell you, younger me that it's okay. Just be you and share. Not necessarily, you don't have to share it with the world, but don't hate yourself for it. Yes. Too. Because I had, I look back and I had a lot of like hate in my heart, not towards other people, but towards myself. And just like all these negative feelings, because this is what was instilled in me as a kid and growing up and being a teenager and now an adult. And you see all the hate that comes with it once you come out. So I was, like, always so scared of that. Um, But I never hid myself. I don't think I ever hid myself. I was always my true self within my core group of friends. Yes. They always knew what I was about. They knew who I was. It was, like, if I'm comfortable with you, you're going to know my energy right off the bat. Yes. And so I never hid that. And so, like, people around me always knew I it was just never knowledge public knowledge yeah you're not gonna put on your Facebook profile that you're interested yeah in when it... I've never been that type of person unless it's my writings and then you can just like read between the lines <laughs> <laughs> um but no I when I came out I had a friend that I was friends with for seven years that was one of the people that was in my corner telling me to be my true authentic self and always like hey you know just whatever you're feeling, put it out there. And so jump years later and it's me coming out. And it, this person, she knew that I was gay. I mean, I, I shared my stories with her, my experiences with her. It's like, I was being honest with you. And I think to her, it was just like, oh, she's just experimenting. Oh, this is just a phase for her. So I came out and that 
completely was like a 360 reaction or like a completely uh, different reaction than I thought I was going to get from her. All the support that she had like shown me was now like she it wasn't there. She was like, oh, I think I think she thought, like I said, it was a phase. I don't think she thought I was serious. So now when I like announced it, she is realized that I'm serious. And she's like, oh, I can't be around you because you're testing my spirit, my faith. Um, okay, you're kind of making me a little gay, but whatever. <laughs> and just like saying it's so ungodly and now I'm conflicted on being your friend. And I'm like, well, what the hell? This was just came out of out the blue because this whole time, like I never got that vibe from her. And I'm like, why are you acting this way now? You've yeah. known all along who I am to the core. It's still gone. You you know who I am to the core. Why are you being this way now? Is it because it's public knowledge and now everyone knows and now it's like a serious thing? I was like, it was never a phase for me. If that's what your mind, your way yeah, of thinking, that's then like that's kind really, of like messed up. And then and up. using that against me. Against me. Um, but the whole point of me sharing this is basically when you start to become your, uh, when you start to be your true authentic self and start to lose or not give any fucks about what people think or, or uh, I guess think about you, whatever, or say about you, you lose people in the process. And they may be close friends. They may be family. But, it, it, I mean, it's the truth of yeah. the situation. I mean, that happened to me. I lost someone that I thought was going to be a friend for a lifetime to something so silly in a sense. And I'm like, it, it it was heartbreaking in the moment and still it's sad. But, you know, I look at it now. I'm like, that person wasn't meant to be in my life and that's fine. But you're going to lose people and it's going to happen. But I'm not going back to who I used to be. I'm my true, authentic self now and I couldn't be happier with who yes. I am. Um, obviously, I still have shit to sort out, but I'm not going back. So if you can't support that and be there for me, like you said you're going to, then I don't want you in my life. That's the whole point of this. You're you're gonna lose people. And but you're also gonna have amazing people in your corner. Um, like Abby. Aww. She's been just amazing, the the best friend I can ask for. And mm. and then Sarah and Persis, you guys are just amazing. Yeah, you guys really um I'm you helped us a lot, not only being one of your first interviews, like in between such stellar cool people, but mm-hmm. just like I said, you're helping me begin to be able to articulate my story better because like we talked about earlier the more we get it out there the more we can maybe like help other people be like this you know that's not normal what they did but like you can get past Mm -hmm. and you can do it and even if you do lose people who are close to you Mm -hmm. um you can still get through it you will lose people anyway that's just Mm -hmm. a growing thing that's just part of life yeah but especially if they're gonna judge you on something that you can't control Mm -hmm. at all like why would you even want you can't control who you have feelings for yeah and sometimes it just happens out of the blue yeah and Uh, it's like you can't control how anyone reacts mm -hmm. and I'm still working on that like for myself uh because you know I think that it does make a difference when you do kind of remind yourself oh like you know like I do love them, but I can't control how they react. The only thing yeah. you can control is the way you react to it's, things exactly. and the way you go move forward from it. Mm-hmm. And if they, like, if someone doesn't want to be there fully and support you, then it's, it's on you to be like, okay, I see that. I recognize that. 
you know, goodbye. Yes, absolutely. So, for your absolutely. own personal, for your own personal mental health, you know. Yeah. Cut yeah. that tie. Yeah, we just wanted to share a little bit of our conversation that we had with the girls with you guys. And if you want to know more and listen to more, then you can head over to their podcast, Girl on Girl Podcast, and check out their Instagram, Girl X Girl Podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they're so fabulous, and you're going to love their page and vibe. It's so cute, and they are so cute and sweet and smart. Oh, my God, like triple-double 5,000. Yeah, so you know what I mean? check out their podcast, check out their Instagram, show mm-hmm. them some love, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, that's the end of this episode, guys. Thank you guys so much. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the end of this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, life's a bitch. So let's talk about it.